Welcome to Getting Through It, where we're here to help you get through it. I'm John Boyery, and as always, I'm with the COVID-vaccinated Dr. Lucy Jones. Each episode, we thank our supporters who help underwrite the work of the Dr. Lucy Jones Center for Science and Society. Please consider supporting this podcast for as little as $5 per month. Simply go to patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, and search Dr. Lucy Jones. Now, let's get to it. We're talking about breakthrough infections for COVID-19. Cases of the virus continue to soar in Southern California and across the country, and nearly all the people getting it are not vaccinated. And the emphasis here is nearly. There are still individuals who have been fully vaccinated who are being infected by the virus. Lucy, can you break down statistically why this is happening to vaccinated people? No one ever said the vaccine was 100% effective. You remember when it was first being announced that it had been developed and the tests were released and it was 95% successful. And that was huge and everybody was really excited. It was like one of the best vaccines ever. 95% successful means 5% of the vaccinated people still got sick. Now it's even better than that at preventing serious disease. That seems to be at least 99%, maybe 99.9% or even more. But even so, there are a few people who are dying of COVID after vaccination. And that just means that their immune system was one of the ones that didn't respond to the vaccine as though it were the disease itself. And that just happens to a certain number of people. That's pretty close to perfect though. Well, we shouldn't think of it that way. We do need to think of it as chances because we can't make the assumption, oh, it's only immunocompromised people that are failing at this. That's true, they have a worse chance of this, but we don't completely understand why some people get sick even with a vaccination and do indeed die. So what we need to do is think of this as our chance. Somebody does win the lottery even when the odds of winning the lottery are much worse than your risk of dying from COVID if you're exposed after vaccination. So what you're saying is that you're more likely to die from COVID even by being vaccinated than you are winning the lottery? That's right. Actually, winning the lottery is really, really difficult. But when there are hundreds of millions of people buying tickets, somebody does win. And there are still going to be people dying from COVID more than win the lottery. So what are our risks? How should we be thinking about this? We gotta think about it as how to increase your risk of being safe, how to decrease your risk of getting sick. And you need to think of all the different factors. So one is, are you exposed to the virus? Are you in air that has the virus in it? That's your exposure. And the ability of your body to resist getting really sick when you're there, which is your immune system. Think about your exposure risk. The baseline is whatever the risk is in your community. How many cases are there around? The chances that you're going to run into somebody with it. And because the rate, say, here in Los Angeles has gone up by a factor of 50 over the last couple of months, we are 50 times more likely to be in a situation of getting that exposure. Now, you could both wear masks, and they estimate that reduces your chance of getting enough virus to get sick by a factor of 20. So you go up because we've got more community cases, you go down because you were wearing the masks. You could be outside. When we have groups of people outside, we aren't seeing many infections. 
the chances of catching it outside are like less than 1% your chance of catching it inside. So actually, if you are outside without masks, you are safer than inside with masks. You want to go to a church service, go to one that's being held outside and don't worry whether or not they've got masks on as they do it. That's exposure. Now, what's the chance of you getting sick? Having the vaccine really improves the ability of your body to resist the infection. And your chances of getting sick are reduced by about a factor of 100. The same as your chances that you reduce it by going outside. So being inside with vaccinated people is like being outside with unvaccinated people. Now, your chance of getting really sick and dying are even lower than that, but they are not zero. So just think about all these relative risks. And I find, as I watch the rate increase here in Los Angeles, I put the mask back on when I'm inside because that gives me that factor of 20. And whenever I can do something outside instead of inside, that's what I'm going to choose. And as you always say, you know, don't share your air. You've been saying that for almost a year now. And this is just goes back to that same point. Now, even with this remarkable decrease in risk, when you have the mask, when you have the vaccination, when you're outside, nearly 50% of eligible adults in the U.S. are not fully vaccinated. And that number is about 40% here in Los Angeles. What does the research show about why eligible people aren't lining up to get the vaccine when we see how much it decreases the risk of catching the disease? We can't explain every case, but one of the things that seems to be a factor for a lot of people is that getting the vaccine requires admitting that this is really dangerous. If your personal experience of COVID has not involved somebody dying, maybe some people have gotten sick and they were sick for a week or two, or maybe they tested positive and didn't even know that they had it, you're gonna look at that and say, this doesn't seem that dangerous. Going and getting this vaccine requires thinking this really is dangerous, and that actually feels less safe than keeping that mindset that this isn't such a big deal. Clearly, if you haven't gotten vaccinated at this point, you aren't basing it on a logical assessment of the risk. There's no question that it, you are much less likely to die from getting the vaccine then from getting COVID and you're going to look at this and say, I've got to do it. So the people who aren't getting vaccinated are the ones who aren't thinking logically about it. And the biggest issue probably is they feel safer in a world in which they believe that COVID isn't that big. So, and that's just one group of people who isn't getting vaccinated, right? We know there's some other factors, but this is one that may be able to be controlled by other people. What should the approach be to family or friends who are not fully vaccinated or haven't started the vaccination process? Many people who are vaccinated are feeling frustrated that others are not doing their part. So what does the social science tell us we should be saying and approaching these unvaccinated individuals? Well, it does say we shouldn't be arguing with them logically about the value to themselves because they've already made that personal emotional decision that they're safer where they are, or they haven't really thought it through, and it isn't about logic. We don't have definitive experiments here, but one of the important points is to look at the social aspect of it. If you've decided, I don't need the vaccine because I'm not at risk, giving it to people as what they're doing for their community. This is about making everybody else safer. I think one of the things I find most frustrating in the lack of vaccination is that Every time somebody catches COVID, they're replicating that virus. They're causing some mutations in there somewhere. There is some variant that's showing up as they duplicate, replicate those viruses in their bodies. 
most of the variants don't make a difference. But somewhere in all of those different variants, look how we're coming up with more contagious ones. And if they're more contagious, they go and beat out all the others. What about the mutation that makes a more virulent one, that makes it one where we really are going to be seeing a lot more deaths? You are hurting your community by increasing the chances and keeping that community transmission of the virus up. I wish we had data, but there's really no way to set up a controlled experiment on this one. I do think that if we can appeal to people's sense of community and doing this for the benefit of others, as well as the herd immunity concept, you know, there are people who really can't get vaccinated. There are people who got very sick from the first dose, so can't complete it. Or they have some other medical issue where their doctors say, we really can't take the risk of vaccinating you. Their only protection is from reducing community transmission. And you getting a vaccine when you can helps everybody else not get exposed to this. We've got to figure out how to help people do things for each other and not just for themselves. Once again, it comes back to the fact that with a community, you're stronger. And with a community, we can make these choices for and with a community that makes us all more resilient. So it's sort of a theme when we talk about earthquakes, when we talk about preparing for the, the heat wave or, or responding to wildfires, it's about the people around you with and for them that we take these actions. So Lucy, we'll probably have to come back to visit this issue again. So until then, I'm John Bwery with you, Dr. Lucy Jones, and all of you, Getting Through It. Getting Through It is a production of the Dr. Lucy Jones Center for Science and Society. Visit us online to get past shows and become a supporter at patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com and search Dr. Lucy Jones. Our music is performed by Josh Lee and this closing music is written by our own Dr. Lucy Jones. <laughs>